Welcome to Intuitive Bites Podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten Ackerman. I'm a registered dietitian specializing in intuitive eating and health at every size. I'm also the founder of the Intuitive RD, a project that aims to provide weight-inclusive nutrition education through workshops, online courses, retreats, written content, and private counseling. Join me as we explore the foundations of the non-diet approach to health and wellness and chat with leading professionals in the field. Hey guys, welcome to episode 16 of Intuitive Bites. Hopefully you guys are all having a good Halloween weekend and uh, also a good Halloween this upcoming week. Um, I got to chat with Mary's Cup of Tea from Instagram for this episode today. So we're talking about why weight loss actually doesn't make you happy, Um, although there's more to that, right? Like, it can appear as though weight loss makes you happy. And it can be a little bit sneaky because it can provide short-term happiness um, because of basically the culture we live in and um, a lot of other things um, that kind of play into that relationship. So um, it's a really interesting conversation and it's one that hits close to home for me because I was definitely in the boat of you know believing that if I only lost whatever, X number of pounds, then I would meet the perfect person and and I'd be treated, you know, the way I wanted to be treated and um, everything would just kind of fall into place, right? So I think this is a common belief that many people hold and there's lots of reasons for that, but we need to do a little bit of myth busting here and um, Mary does a great job of, of helping me do that. So uh, again, I hope you're, you're really going to like this, this conversation today. Um, and just like always, I like to point out, you know, if you have a moment to leave me a rating on iTunes and just click on the stars and let me know how, you know, how you're liking the podcast, I'd really, really appreciate that. Um, it does make a big difference. Um, and if you have a moment to leave a review as well, uh, I, I really like to kind of see how, what you guys are thinking Um, through that method as well. But yeah, other than that, my intuitive eating courses are currently on sale through Halloween, so Halloween night. So still a few more days left if you're listening to this uh, as it's being released. Uh, And they're only $15 right now. So my two available courses are Introduction to Intuitive Eating, which is, you know, really just the basics. If this is a new concept to you, you know, you haven't really dug into the details. You want to learn about the basic principles, um, lots of information in that course. Uh, And you do get like a voiceover of me kind of going through the slides with you and and really explaining what's going on with with each of those. So that is, like I said, $15 right now if you you purchase it um, before Halloween night. And then the other course I have available is intuitive eating after weight loss surgery. Uh, So if you've been following me for a bit and you've been listening to the podcast, you probably know I have a history of working with bariatric surgery patients um, before I kind of dived into um, the health at every size, intuitive eating, non-diet approach world. Um, So that is part of my history and I'm really, really hoping that I can help, you know, bariatric surgery patients after they've had this surgery really reconnect to their bodies 
um, through intuitive eating. So I know that this is kind of a, a small population or a smaller population, I guess, but if you're in that boat or you know somebody in that boat, um, this is a really awesome course as well. And it is $15 um, as well through, uh, through Halloween. So check out my courses if you're interested. Uh, leave a rating on iTunes if you have a moment. And if nothing else, stay tuned for this awesome conversation with Mary's Cup of Tea. Hi, Mary. Thank you again so much for joining me today. Hi, Kirsten. Thanks for having me. Of course. Yeah. I am so excited to talk with you about this topic of um, essentially weight loss and, you know, this idea that people oftentimes have that, you know, weight loss is going to kind of solve all their problems and, and make them so much happier. And I really, I think there's a lot to unpack with that. Mm -hmm. um, so before, yeah, I guess like just to start it off, um, tell me if this is something that you've experienced personally, you know, this type of thought or, you, you know, an ex experience that you've had with somebody else that's brought this thought to you. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think I wrote in either an Instagram post or a blog post about how I used to think that I would lose weight and then I would find the perfect boyfriend. I would travel the world with him. I would cook all these like fancy schmancy extravagant meals. I'd have all my friends over and I would excel at my career. I would make so much money, but only if I lost those last 10 pounds. Mm -hmm. I feel like we need like theme music like that. Da -da -da -da. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. I see. I think it's such a common thing. And I think that, um, you know, whenever I kind of think about this, this idea, I realize that we do it with in a lot of other areas of our life as well. Um, like even what we'll, when, with things like getting the perfect boyfriend, like, oh, when I meet the right guy, I'm just going to be happy and everything's going to fall into place. Right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's like, it's the epitome of an achievement trap. Mm -hmm. And I think that the reason why it's so, um, tempting to do it with something like weight loss is because we're under this illusion that we're in so much control of our body and there's a number involved and our brain like naturally attaches to these kinds of numbers. Wow. That's a great way of putting it. Um, yes, absolutely. That you're so right that the, the fact is that, um, this weight is a little bit different because we've been brainwashed to believe that, like you said, we have control and we can just, you know, if we try hard enough, if we have enough willpower, if we care enough, you know, we can do it. And that's actually completely false. So it's a really dangerous belief to hold, you know? Mm -hmm. Exactly, exactly. And like, it really sets you, it it's just sets you up for failure. I mean, at least with the example that you gave of a guy, mm -hmm. at least like there are 7 billion people in this world, <laughs> you're bound to like find someone at some point. But with weight loss, I mean, I've coached clients that are in their 50s or 60s that still believe it, mm -hmm. even though they've been disproven over and over again. And the perfect word you used was like brainwashing. It's like, mm -hmm. we have all the science to show us that, you know, diets don't work. And we know that weight loss won't make us happier because most of us have probably lost weight and probably it never ended up being good enough, you know, and we were never happier. So we have all like the evidence to logically think that like, okay, well maybe weight loss won't make me happy, but we still latch on to like that little inch of hope. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you think that is? Like, why do you think that we get so trapped in that? 
Mm, that's a, a <laughs> difficult question. Yeah. Um, and I think that honestly, I really think that it's about being in an image driven society. Mm-hmm. And, and like I said earlier, it's like the one, like our body is the one thing that we have been told that we can kind of control mm-hmm. that we can like control how it looks, how it weighs, like, um, what, what clothes we wear, like, apparently if we are thin and have our makeup and hair done a certain way and dress a certain way, people will perceive us differently. And this comes up a lot in that a lot of the times where we're just scared of other people's judgments. Mm -hmm. We're just scared of what life is like without the pursuit of weight loss because we're so used to it. That is that is very true, right? It's it's like this like very comfortable thing, like comfortable kind of suffering a little bit. Like oh, yeah. it doesn't feel good, but it feels safe and comfortable, and it, you don't know kind of what else to do yeah. outside of that. Um, oh, so true. I mean, and yeah, it's it's kind of crazy actually because if you think about it, like how much of our conversations revolve around weight loss, diets, looks, uh, bodies we just, as a society, we kind of bond over these things. Mm-hmm. And because they're so omnipresent, like, I, I don't know about you, but me and my girlfriends, we talk about guys, but not forever. Mm-hmm. But back when it was like about working out and fitness and in my, when I was competing in bikini competitions, oh my goodness, me and my friends would like, we would have extended dates or even if a girlfriend spent the night at my house, it was like, that was all we talked about. Yeah, right. It is such a big part of our of our culture. And especially I think, in your experience with the bikini competitions, I can't even imagine. Mm-hmm. But even as um, someone just, you know, coming into the world of intuitive eating over the last year and a half or whatever, like, it was like taking off blindfolds. And I was like, Oh, my God, how did I not see this mm-hmm. everywhere before, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And now now that you see it, like, you're like, Oh my goodness. It's oh. everywhere. <laughs> Why? Yeah, exactly. And now it's so frustrating. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, but I try and look at it as, you know, an opportunity to hopefully like plant some seeds for people, even mm-hmm. if it's just in the way I respond, because I find that sometimes it's too hard to like dive in deep with every person you hear making a comment that kind of rubs you the wrong way. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm hoping that, you know, my responses can I don't know, make them question and think about, oh, maybe there's a different yeah. way of viewing food in my, my body. I like that. It's, it's true. I mean, you, you are like the source of like the start of change, right? Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite thing to do and to like handle these types of situations, especially after like, you know, you've given up the pursuit of weight loss or you're trying to eat intuitively um, or you're on this like more of an anti-diet self-love journey. Mm-hmm. My favorite way to handle like, other people always talking about it is to just look completely disinterested (laughs) and give like some sort of like really disinterested or bored response. Sometimes it's just like dragging out a yeah, like, yeah. I love that. I love that so much. That's great. (laughs) I think about it like flirting. Like if you're not interested in a guy at the bar, like you're like, yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. It's really funny you say that because I feel like I found myself in certain situations doing that. And I, it's more just because like, I don't know what to say and I don't want to engage in the conversation. So it's literally just kind of like boredom. Like, yeah. It's kind of like, uh, and yeah. So true. So true. <laughs> That's great. Um, so what, okay. Another thing I want to ask you. So in what ways, I think this is super interesting. In what ways can weight loss appear to actually make people happier? So like if I, you know, if someone goes out and loses X number of pounds, like, and they feel genuinely happier, like, what do you think that are some things that could explain that or what? Mm -hmm. Okay. So this is like where I go a little bit woo. Mm -hmm. uh, by woo, I mean like woo out there abstract. But, <laughs> okay. um, so we see like, you know, when we see people on these shows, like weight loss shows or um, in advertisements and they're holding out the pants and they look happy and uh, we see them running at the park with their kids. They always add in that element of like emotions <laughs> where they're with their kids. You notice that yeah. in advertisement mm -hmm. um, or sometimes like the mom, the pregnant, the mom that was like pregnant, she'll like hold her baby or like whatever. And they'll be like, Oh, such a good example. Um, <clears throat> anyways, but with that, could you, sorry, could you repeat that question? Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically just like, I'm wondering like what you, how you kind of would interpret somebody being ha like happy, appearing to be happy, you know, after losing weight or like what, what could be some reasons why somebody becomes happier maybe in the short term after weight loss, you know? Oh, okay. Totally see this. So firstly, like, for, and I'm just going to speak from personal yeah. personal experience like the first reason I think I was happy when I did lose weight for me it was usually attached to um, a photo shoot or a competition so it'd be like winning a trophy or getting photos so I can post them on social media or whatever um, right. and so firstly it's just it's very simple it's just attention yes it's attention in a positive light and you would receive that sort of attention if you I don't know, won the lottery, you would receive that sort of attention. If you, if you achieved anything that other people glamorize. Right. Right. So, and I, I like the way, I don't know where I, I don't know who to credit this with, but somebody called it, you know, social currency, like lo mm -hmm. losing weight or thinness or whatever. It's social currency. And it does hold a lot of value in our particular culture. Yeah, exactly. So that attention, I mean, it's deceiving because people are applauding you. Uh, people are telling you that you, you did something amazing. Um, and ju just to be clear, if you have lost weight before, you did do something amazing. I mean, you, it probably involved a lot more than just losing weight. You were, um, you know, in a routine, you were working on your goals, you were prioritizing yourself, you were determined, dedicated, all those things. So to a certain extent, there's a lot of like, mindset things you had to apply in order to, um, to lose the weight. But that's the part where this is where the attention gets a little bit deceiving is because you you're not receiving the attention for all the things you did or all the mindset shifts you experienced or um, all the times you worked really hard, you're receiving the applause for the result. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And which you can't necessarily control. Right? Exactly. Yeah. That's like outcome. Yeah. Outcome orientation is mm -hmm. destined to make us unhappy. And they always say like, trust the process or enjoy the process, right? Or else you're going to be unhappy at the end. And that's, that's why like a lot of weight loss doesn't make you happier because 
does anybody really enjoy the process? <laughs> right. And yeah. then we receive this applause. So that's, that's the first thing is the attention. It's definitely deceiving. Um, secondly, for me personally, and I, I hear this so much with my clients, they'll be like, well, I want to lose weight. And you know, follow up question, well, why do you want to lose weight? Um, and they'll be like, well, and they, they already know that I'm like, anti-diet like <laughs> love your body as it is so they said so they already know this about me so they'll be like well you know I, I just I just want to be healthier and then usually they'll be like I, I just want more more energy that for some reason that always comes up because it's like we can't think of anything better right. <laughs> right. the whole energy thing is like kind of a, a buzzword like have more energy like yay jump up and down mm-hmm. um and so with with weight loss people appear happier because they attach it to like this feeling of lightness mm. like yeah. as if you're going to lose weight and then you're going to have more energy or right. you're going to you're going to be healthier and and you know this with health at every size it's not necessarily true that you're healthier if you lose weight Mm-mm. um and so i also want to just throw something in there mary so another thing i mean you can also look at it from the perspective of for some people you know if they're losing weight and they actually are changing their behaviors in certain ways that actually are for the better or what not. I don't want to say for the better, but I mean like that are serving them better and that are feeling better for them. Like they might actually feel physically better, but it's not the weight loss that deserves that credit. It's mm-hmm. actually the way that they're treating their body differently. You know? Oh, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, I love that distinction because it's like, like I said, with the, um, the attention example, it's not the, the outcome, right? It's like all you did to get there. Yes, exactly. Yes. So yeah, I mean, it's a very uh, tough situation. I think the the reason why people think weight loss will make them happier is because right now our society also has this very big push on health. Mm -hmm. Um, Obsession, you might say. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's what I wanted to to say. Um, it's it's ironic because it's like an unhealthy obsession with health. Exactly. Yeah. What I see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so and with that we think that like oh well I'm gonna be healthier so then I'm gonna be like happier. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and yeah, I mean of course I value my health. Mm-hmm. Mean that everybody should value their health or mm-hmm. that it's some like sort of moral principle that they, they need to yeah. employ in their life. Yeah. And being able to pursue health and like put, dedicate time and effort every day towards it, it that's a privilege in, in and of itself. And not everybody has that, you know, available mm-hmm. to them. So that's important to note too, you know. How can somebody release their attached, attachment to the idea that weight loss will make them happier? Like, where do you think somebody has to start? If, if somebody is like totally in this boat right now, like where should they go? Well, the first place to start is actually a lot more basic than people think. Mm-hmm. But I would say, first thing, like, okay, well, what's the evidence? Mm-hmm. And if you're, if you're working with somebody like a coach or a counselor, they'll probably guide you uh, this direction to make you see that, like, okay, let's think a little bit deeper and let's see if this belief is actually true, right? Like, don't believe everything you think. Right. Um, so, so the first step is if, you, if you're not working with somebody, I would definitely say like, pull out your journal mm-hmm. and write down like timeline mm-hmm. of all the times. And, and I don't know if 
anybody listening has found themselves in this space, but I used to know exactly what month I weighed how much, mm-hmm. um, what I was doing, what diet I was on, what I was doing exercise was, or what kind of exercise I was doing. And I would even like be able to look back at pictures on my phone mm-hmm. and like know how happy I was with my weight at that point in time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's kind so, of incredible that our brain stores that kind of information, but I totally can relate. Yeah, I mean, it's anything we put um, attention to, right? Like right. it just sticks. Mm-hmm. So if, if you're like that, or if you can recall any time in your life where you did lose weight, even if it's just a little bit, and, and write down the evidence, like did it make you happier? Did it provide you something? Did you, okay, maybe you got social capital or what would you call it? Social currency. currency. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you have some more social currency. Okay. Is that social currency around now? Okay. But then is that social currency even worthy of being your currency? Because do you, I mean, do you want friends that only talk to you when you're 10 pounds less? Um, and so, and just writing down the evidence of like, what was actually going on in your life? And when I wrote about this, I realized that I was actually very depressed when I weighed less. And, and maybe this isn't the case, but mm-hmm. um, also know that correlation is not necessarily causation. So even if you are like, oh, well, I, I lost weight and I was happier then, okay, but is it attributed to, like you said earlier, Kirsten, like, is it attributed to the actual weight loss or is it all the other things, the positive changes you were implementing in your life? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Like all the other changes that came along with, you know, having weight loss is just another side effect kind of, of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the thing I was thinking of before with the attention is that it's, um, you, you mentioned it's kind of deceiving. Um, and it's kind of like, it's, the, the, the problem is, is that it's not lasting. It's not deep. It's not going to stay. Right. So like if you, if somebody loses weight, um, it's not like that's going to keep flooding in all that attention. Like at some point it goes away and you realize that you still have an emptiness of, you know, that you were kind of trying to fill possibly, um, with getting that attention. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? So it's, yeah. it's, uh, it's something that needs to be filled in, in another way. And I think that once somebody can realize that and realize, you know, actually um, the weight loss isn't going to serve my happiness, but I can find my happiness right now in all of these particular ways. Like that, that I think is a transformational like thought to have. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me personally, the next step that I, I took with that and like taking that idea to the next level mm-hmm was writing a list of the things that actually do make you happy. Yes. <laughs> I mean, super basic, but it's always, I used to do this all the time when I was a lot younger, but like things that make me happy mm-hmm. like animals, and like, and for some reason we stopped doing that when I think it's very important to just like keep doing that anytime throughout your life, like mm-hmm. reminding yourself of the things that actually bring you some sort of physical joy. Yes. I know. And I feel like that's the kind of thing where you think you, like you, people are probably hearing us say that and thinking like, Oh, I I know that. But like when you put it on paper, like you realize you're like, Oh wow. Like I never get around to doing that, but it makes me so happy. (laughs) Yeah, that's so true. But yeah, exactly. It's that question of like, do you really know that? (laughs) Yes, exactly. 
list five things now. Right. It like, it's amazing how just like putting pen to paper and like taking it out of your head onto paper, like how much it does for you. So I, yeah. I encourage everyone listening to, to definitely go try that out. Um, Cheesy list of things that make you happy and tag us in it so we can see and laugh. Exactly. Please do. Yes. I saw this thing a while back. It was like a, a thought catalog thing. And it was like, um, write all the things that make you happy and then write all the things that you do in a day. Mm-hmm. And then basically it was like adjust accordingly or something like that. Oh yeah. But I just love that. Like I was like, yeah, like, and I, and I did it. I, I've done it on a several occasions. Cause I'm just like, how can I fit more of these awesome, basic, amazing things that make me happy? Like how can I fit more of those into my day? Yeah. It was just like awesome. <laughs> yeah. Like you said, so simple, like just joy for me. Like I love candles. Like why don't I light more candles in my house? Yes. <laughs> Takes one second. Exactly. Oh my gosh. I love that. That's great. Um, so Mary, I want to wrap up, but I would love you to kind of just, um, direct, you know, some advice, whatever kind of is on your heart regarding this topic about, you know, weight loss, bringing you happiness or whatever, um, direct some advice to our listeners that might be, you know, have struggled with this or are struggling now. Some advice. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have so much. I could talk about this like endlessly just because my experience with this was so deep. Mm-hmm. But when you ask that, the first thing that comes to my mind, and people always laugh when I say this, but I remember being at my lowest weight, um, somehow finally getting a clue that I'm not happy. And that turning point was when I, every time I say this, people laugh, but I was sitting in my dark apartment. And I'm telling you guys, like my apartment was dark, like barely any windows sitting in my dark apartment. Um, and you know, engaging in all sorts of disordered eating patterns and exercise patterns and feeling just very unfulfilled and unhappy with myself. And I just want to invite everybody to, instead of falling into the achievement trap and looking outside and thinking that there's more that they can do, 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 in this society that's so focused on the doing, remind yourself that you're a human being, not a human doing, and doing more and losing more weight and doing more things to make you lose more weight is not going to end up fulfilling you in the long term. Like you said earlier, Kirsten, mm-hmm. like it's, it's all about the long term. Mm-hmm. Um, short term, you may have some gratifications, but we all know like a short-term gratification, like a like on our Instagram picture, like how long does that really last? Mm-hmm. So in the same sense, like think about the things that are longer lasting, the relationships, the deeper connections, the, the little simple things that bring you joy. Think about those. Think about what interests you, where, what sparks your curiosity or makes you think a little bit differently about the world. So. I love that. That's awesome. And just to kind of like throw a little tidbit on that, because I I meant to say it earlier, this is something that I found super helpful. Um, Just this idea of like, what can you, like, what can you do to be happy right now in your current here and now body, right? Because there's so much placed on like this fantasy body or this other body or whatever, what I used to weigh or what I should weigh. But like, what can you do for this body that you have right now that's going to like serve your body and take care of it and make you feel good? You know, yeah. I think that's an awesome little place to start. Mm-hmm. I, I like that. Cool. Okay. Um, so Mary, why don't you actually, since we have a couple minutes here, 
tell people where they can find you, where, where's the best place to find you and um, what things that you have to offer. So the best place to find me is generally on Instagram. I'm obsessed with the gram. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm also, my YouTube channel is the second best place as those conversations are more real, more raw. And I started doing a lot of more daily vlogging. So that way I can like throw this type of of advice at people that need it. Um, as I'm like going about my day, because I think so many things, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I realize that I, it's so hard for me to like compile them in a blog post. But as I'm going throughout the day, I'm like, oh, I want everybody to know this. So I started doing more vlogging there. Um, so I'm Mary's cup of tea across the board on Instagram, YouTube. My website is Mary's cup of um, Where else am I? I don't do Twitter. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's, that's the only place where I'm not out, but I'm a self-love and confidence coach. So I teach women how to embrace the body that they're in and create confidence in their life. So that way you're not stuck in that, that helpless position. Um, like we talked about earlier with weight loss, thinking that something external will bring it to you because at the end of the day, like you've got to create the things you want for yourself. Right. So that's awesome. Yay. That's so great. And I will definitely link below to everywhere you mentioned. Um, Yeah. Thank you again so much, Mary. This was awesome. Thank you. All right, guys, that is a wrap on today's episode with Mary. I will link below and share some more information about Mary and also link to where you can find her. And that's pretty much all I have for you guys. Um, make sure to check out my online courses for intuitive eating if you are interested, um, because as I mentioned earlier, they are on sale through Halloween night and yeah, have an awesome Halloween and I will talk to you guys soon. All right. Bye.